there's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly. Listen live for weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Well, it went to extra time, as you know, on Saturday afternoon at Hamden, but the goals from Ryan Jack and Scott Wright, two and three minutes, took Rangers to bring the cup back to Ibrox for the first time in 13 years. Barry Ferguson. Barry, were you beginning? Well, I know you were on with me on Saturday afternoon. Rangers dominated, but just couldn't get the goals until those special moments. Yeah, that, that was a worry, as you said. I thought the first 10 minutes, Hearts started the game really well, but then Rangers took control of the game and they were so dominant. And when you get to 75, 80 minutes, I will tell you, it starts, you start to worry because you've missed a, a right few chances. Um, but he made changes and the changes that he made made the difference. Ryan Jack with an a unbelievable strike and Scott Wright with a, a great finish. Who I thought when Scott Wright came on, I thought he was um, different class. But the most important thing for Rangers was making sure that they ended the season um, getting silverware and that's what they've done against Hearts. Simon, two goals fashioned in Aberdeen. They're both products of the Youth Academy at Petodre. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, fantastic strike from Ryan Jack and uh, Scott Wright's finish was pretty impressive as well. Uh, he's come on to a bit of form towards the, the end of the season and I'm just looking at the, the Scotland squad here today and, you know, I thought he might have had a little chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if he keeps playing... The way he's finished this season, he could be around about the squads in future. Yep, Rangers win the Scottish Cup. Rangers fans, how are you feeling after the disappointment in Seville? But a lot of that washed away by the win at the weekend. Rangers take silverware. 0808 17 17 700. The Scotland squad, as Simon mentioned, is out. I'll give you it in a second or two. Other headlines today. International keeper David Marshall. He's back in the squad. And also... He joins Hibs, so good move for him, Barry, you reckon? Yeah, it was a tough season last year in terms of the first half of the season. Um, he was out in the cold at, at Derby, obviously got his move <clears> to QPR and got a bit of game time. Um, look, Big Marsh is a, a quality goalkeeper. Um, you've seen how well he done for, for Scotland. And listen, I think it's a, a brilliant signing for Hibs. He, he, he's not just a good go- a really good goalkeeper, he's got a lot of experience as well. Um, so, yep. Yeah, Great to see him back in Scottish football. A two-year deal for him. The squad is the goalkeepers Xander Clark of St Johnson, Craig Gordon, player of the year from Hearts, and Liam Kelly of Motherwell. Uh, and David Marshall of what's Queen's Park Rangers, it says here, but he's about to sign a two-year deal with Hibs. Liam Cooper of Leeds United, big day for him, of course, Simon, yesterday in England. Man yeah. City take it in that five-minute spell. We'll come back to that in yep. a moment. But where do we start tonight? There are so many topics. Um, so we've got Liam Cooper, Grant Hanley, God, they were thumped yesterday, weren't they? Jack Henry, Club Bruges, Aaron Hickey, Scott McKenna, Stephen O'Donnell, Nathan Patterson, Anthony Ralston called up, Andy Robertson, John Souter, arguably Hearts' best player on Saturday. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. he was outstanding for Hearts. Greg Taylor, Stuart Armstrong, Lewis Ferguson, your nephew, back 
and uh, he'll be back in fitness and training and fit as a fiddle. I'm only saying that because he enjoyed the game the other night. He enjoyed the trip to Seville, quite rightly. Um, Billy Gilmer. Well, that's a good sign, isn't it, Simon? Mm. Because we know yeah, he's been injured. Top, top yep. player. Ryan Jack, scorer at the weekend. John McGinn, Callum McGregor, Scott McTominay, David Turnbull, Shea Adams, Jacob Brown, Ryan Christie, Lyndon Dykes and Ross Stewart, who, of course, scored yesterday in uh, part of that Sunderland winning team. Yeah, and what a season he's had. Um, to be honest with you, when he, was at, he got the move up to Ross County, he, he did impress me. I'd seen him a number of times and um, he got his move down to Sunderland, scored a lot of goals this season. Now he's in the, the Championship and I see Rangers are, are linked with him as well. Um, I think he's, he's come on leaps and bounds over the last couple of years and He's certainly a player, I'm sure, that Rangers will try. But listen, I think he's going to cost a, a few pounds because of the season he's had down at Sunderland. It's going to be fascinating. What is going to happen over this summer for Rangers and Celtic? And Simon, for Celtic, Dyson Maeda um, has signed a permanent deal yeah. to Celtic. I yeah. thought it was permanent. I know, I didn't have my finger on the pulse <laughs> with that one either, Paul. I thought that was uh, done yeah. and dusted. But yeah, great that it's been made permanent. I think he's had a big impact coming in. Uh, talk about his work rate and his energy it's been a good addition uh, all the Japanese boys have been for Celtic so good to get that one uh, over the line guys look at Sky there you see the champions bus there's two open top buses ready to go around Manchester Barry how much would you have loved that in your days at Rangers if you could go out in the open top bus yeah it would have been nice but I don't think it would have been possible <laughs> it would have been safe yeah um, what we tend to have uh, done back, back in the day the fans would go back to the stadium yeah. and they would open the gates and, and let them in and I think it's important Aye. when you win trophies that obviously you <coughs> celebrate with your teammates and the staff but also I think it's really important that you, you celebrate it with the most important people for me at the, the football club and that's the fans Simon? Yeah great scenes uh, as I say I never experienced that either uh, maybe back at the, the park and in fact when we won it in 98 we were everybody was in at the stadium mm. on the day so it was good scenes but yeah, uh, fantastic, exciting yesterday, actually watching the games, to and fro at one point, we thought Liverpool were going to win it, but yep. Man City came back really strongly. We and, were and all we together. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that, <laughs> we missed the goals because of someday. Who was in charge of the TV selection? Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a former controller of radio, I know. When Liverpool went ahead, I said, well, let's watch Liverpool as they might yeah. win it. And then in well, five the, minutes... The City goals were yeah. three goals in five minutes, and then yep, you, flicked back, you flicked back and we missed a couple of Liverpool as well, but... <laughs> Sometimes the substitutions work and they did. Gundogan did well. So Man City, you can't take it away from Pep, can you? I mean, he's... Yeah, but look, I mean, it's been a brilliant title. Yeah. Let's be honest, both Man City and Liverpool are unbelievable teams with unbelievable players. Mm. And there can only be one winner. Um, look, they've deserved it, but let's be honest, Liverpool, what a season they could still have. Got the FA Cup in the bag. Mm. For me, I, I think they'll win the Champions League, Liverpool. Hope so, in Paris at the weekend. What about the scenes afterwards, though? They're another player. Um, is, yeah, I've never is, seen is that. Injured. Is it, yeah. is it the Aston Villa yeah. goalkeeper? Yeah, just... Yeah. It's uh, a worrying trend, that, this week, Paul. Fans in the pitches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Listen, I've, I'm all for jubilation and mm. celebrating... But when it when it pours over to that, you know the scenes at Forest with the with the sub Billy Sharp yeah. during the week, Patrick Vieira, uh, worrying that kind of stuff. You know the the safety of the, the players is paramount. We're all for celebrating, but it was a wee bit naughty this week. Well, celebrations the weekend for the Rangers fans at Hamden two 0 at the end. Let's hear from the manager what a huge week it was for him. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's been um, a very demanding week. You know, we had a. Uh, of course, the build-up to uh, the final in, in, in very difficult circumstances. Of course, uh, mentally, the loss uh, was also, uh, you know, big. 
we uh, we lost uh, on penalties. Had to fly back. Uh, yesterday we uh, said farewell to Jimmy. In the afternoon we trained, and this morning we had uh, the meeting before for the game. Uh, we wanted to play and win and the lineup. I, I told them, you know, it's it's the chance again to to win something. We have to look forward and move on. That's what I did today. And all the hard work we uh, we've done in in the last couple of weeks, months, you know, is is rewarded today with a with a trophy. Massive for him, isn't it, Barry? Because to come away with nothing this season would have been cruel. Yeah, and it would have been a poor season. Yeah. Let's bond. They've done brilliant, obviously, to get the Europa League final. Disappointing, um, and Wednesday night to lose it. So there was a lot of pressure on um, Gio and the, the group of players. As I said, the first 10 minutes, I was slightly concerned. Obviously, Hearts hit the post with that chance, but then Rangers gripped, got a grip on the game and they dominated. And I thought there was there was only going to be 1-1. And the most important thing is, when you're at a club like Rangers or Celtic, the demands and the expectations are you've got to win trophies. Um, so he's won his first trophy as Rangers manager, and I'm sure he will look to add to that next season. Simon, can we stir it up a wee bit? Are Rangers as good as Celtic? We've got two I don't, I don't good think, teams. Yeah, I don't think there's much between the sides at all, really. You, you look at the, the three games recently between them, I think there was a win for for either and a draw. So there's not a lot between the teams. The exciting thing from my perspective is what the clubs are going to do in the summer. Mm. You know, Recruitment now, I think there'll be a bit of change at Rangers. I think Ange will go and strengthen Celtic squad. Mm. Uh, and I think both squads obviously need to be strengthened if they're going to be getting into Celtic or obviously in the Champions League expect Rangers to get there as well I think Do you? Yeah. yeah It's one qualifying round they've shown enough form over the last two or three years I think they'll they'll have enough to get in there which would be great you know to have the two teams in the, the Champions League but they, they need to strengthen to close or try and close that gap But give us a line are Celtic better than Rangers in your opinion Simon Donnelly Well the league doesn't lie Barry. I normally say that what you just say the league doesn't, doesn't lie um, no, I, I honestly, on the spot. I'll be honest with you look at both squads and always look at the bench That obviously they can change they can make a, a few changes within that starting 11 but both squads are, are really strong and, and there's going to be big changes Rangers for me are, are uh, there's going to be a bit of a rebuild there and I think there's no doubt in my mind that Postacoglu strikes me as a type of manager that when you're on top he want to go and strengthen and um, his, his record in the transfer market, let's be honest, has, has been really impressive. Uh, and it's a big summer for Gio as well because I think he'll need to replace some some big players for mm. Rangers. Not least two of your ex-colleagues, you know, Alan McGregor. Maybe he will play. We'll come back to it in a moment or two. And maybe Steve Davis as well. Motherwell apparently interested. Speculation that St Mirren. Would you see Steve Davis going to, no disrespect to Motherwell or St Mirren, would he not get another season at Ibrox? I'm, I'm not being disrespectful but I think he's, he's still got the capabilities yeah. for me yeah. to play play at Rangers no mm. doubt about it he might not start every single what, game what, but what age is he now? 37 but he's yeah. he's a model professional he looks after himself uh, you just need to see the condition he's in mm. when you, we see him play and I would love to see him sign an extension and be there next season for Rangers Go Radio Football Show let's go on the lines it's Craig is on a Rangers fan hi Craig hi Paul, Barry, such how you doing? Yeah, we're good, thanks. Think. How are you? Still celebrating? Yeah, listen, absolutely. Um, I, I was so, so happy um, on Saturday to, to, to lift that cup. You know, we forget that it had been such a long time since we did actually go and lift a bit of domestic silverware in terms of the cups. What age were you at that point, Craig? Because you're, uh, well, oh. you, you must have been about 15. 
Anyway, it's 13 yeah, years ago. Yeah. yeah, 16. 16 right. I was, I. Oh, was he, you're right. <laughs> I should try to work out. There. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Craig, um, were, were you worried? I mean, you were so far ahead, but the ghosts just weren't coming. Well, yeah, I think the problem is you have to realise it, it was everybody was emotionally drained, mm-hmm. uh, I think, and the players were physically drained for Wednesday. I think you could tell. I, th- I thought genuinely the first 20 minutes felt as flat an atmosphere of, uh, that I've ever seen for a cup final that I felt. You know, and I was I was a bit disappointed to see that in the first 20 minutes because I had been saying to my friends and that after Wednesday that we, we have to, as fans, just get up now and you know, it's not often that you get a disappointment of losing a cup final and then get an opportunity almost immediately to bounce back by winning one. Sure. So it wasn't the big one that we all wanted, but I, I'm not going to have anybody suggest that it's a failure of a season to be in a Europa League final mm. and win a Scottish Cup because it's certainly not. And I must say, the mentality of these players and the physical fitness is incredible. Yet again this season, they've had to play 120 minutes twice in the space of three days mm. and they've, they've matched up to it without any problem whatsoever. Once again, we made Hearts look like they had had the extra time period just as we did against Celtic in the semis. Craig, you're right. Barry, how have they managed this? I don't know. Craig's spot on. Um, that's one thing. Look, they've played some really good football but the thing that's impressed me is the fitness levels. It's clear that they obviously look after themselves. Uh, they do the, the right things properly. And again, for me, I thought towards the last 10-15 minutes uh, uh, the 90 minutes they were strong then getting into extra time. They just went up another gear. Um, so their, their fitness level uh, levels are incredible and you've got to give the players a huge amount of credit for that. And Simon, you saw that against Celtic, especially just yeah. after 120 yeah. minutes. Yeah, and the, the, the difference the weekend was, it was on the back of 120 minutes, but the disappointment of losing yeah. last mm-hmm. Wednesday, the emotion, the mentality, you know, they had to show on mm-hmm. Saturday. But Craig's right, you know, after a, a wee bit of a flat start, Rangers came into it and, and hearts faded quite quickly as the game progressed. Rangers were, were far stronger. How about this man, uh, Calvin Bassey? He was brilliant on Wednesday night and the same again on Saturday. Here's GVB. I'm a big fan of of, uh, of Calvin. I uh, remember his first action here in this stadium when I watched the, the loss against Hips in the semi-final. And uh, I, I saw something in him, uh, which is uh, rarely you see in, 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 in talents his age. You know, very mature, very strong, very powerful. And, uh, you know, it was really a pleasure for me to, uh, to work with him and still work with him uh, in the future to make him stronger. I think the development he has this season is, uh, is tremendous. And that's why he played so many good games in Europe. Also today, he was uh, very impressive. So uh, he's an important part of the team at the moment. Make him stronger, Barry. He was still making 80-yard runs right up until the end. Yeah, his fitness levels yeah. are, are incredible. But he, he's come on leaps and bounds. He, he has Certainly since Gio come, uh, has come in, he's obviously clear that he's worked with him on, on the pitch. And you know what I, I like about him? He can play anywhere. Mm. He can play in a two left centre half he can play in a three left side centre half he can play wing back or left full back and I thought some of his deliveries in, in Saturday were top quality um, and for me there's no doubt in my mind he's Rangers biggest asset at this moment in time Rangers need to try and get him tied down in a long term contract because there'll be big clubs looking at him Do you think that'll happen now Barry? They'll it's, got to to happen. Yep. it's got to happen yep. He's got what, two years to go sign a longer one and then yeah, he I, I think it's important yep. for Bassi's development that he stays at least another season when he goes and plays another full season because I just think he's going to get better and better. He's got all the attributes mm-hmm. a defender um, needs. He's powerful, 
he's pacey, he's got better on the, he's got better with the football as well, his distribution's been really good as well, that's something that's impressed me, but no, for me, Rangers, if they want to get top yeah. dollar for him, they need to get him I think, I think tied he's got down. To play, I think, as you say, he's got to play another season. Right. He's, he's broken this year, he's developed under Gio, uh, quite quickly you know into being one of Rangers most important players mm. and as Fergie touches on there an asset to the club but I think it, it just turned 21 so I would go and play another another season uh, get a full season under your belt mm. and then whether they if he keeps progressing the way he is it's going to be a difficult one for Rangers to, to keep him Craig who's in and out for you what did you think at the weekend there was a kind of end of season feel I mean it's massive for your club to win silverware do you think Alan McGregor? Do you think that's it? Well, to be honest with you, I would, I, I would, I would hope so. Purely because if it isn't, it, it was a very strange scene then on, on mm. Saturday. That's not going to be his last game. There was no reason to bring him on. So I think, look, yeah, it will be. Um, but he's somebody that will be synonymous with Rangers. You know, he's there's not many Oof. goalkeepers in our history have been able to say that mm. 14 years apart, they, they've took part in two European finals for the club that they've won. The kind of trophies he's won, um, the league titles and stuff. So he's and of course you know that the squad will forever be immortalised because they stopped ten in a row. So people will remember that squad. Um, so he's been absolutely magnificent. I think we do need to I think cash in and players now at the right time. I think they've left it too late with some players. I think now I'd love us to keep Bassey, but mm-hmm. if somebody comes in and offers us, you know anywhere close to £20 million pounds, I don't see how we can turn that down this time Barry would he be £20 million? Calvin Bassey would he be £20 million now? Well, the way he's playing all, all day long I mean, that, that's that's sweet money down in, down in England in the, in the Premier League um, but I, I do think for his development and I'm not just saying it because from a Rangers point of view I do think it's important that he continues to play week in week out and then if he keeps progressing the way he is uh, Rangers won't be able to hold on to him who else would you want to cash in on? I know you don't want to cash in on Bassey. Craig, before we go to the break, who are, we, are you thinking Ryan Kent? Or are you thinking who? Yeah, Ryan Kent, I think, is, is definitely one for me. I think now's the time because he's been fantastic. But I think it's clear for him, he now needs to go somewhere else to further mm-hmm. his development. I think he's gone as far as as he can go, realistically, mm-hmm. Rangers now. He's won two of the three things he can win and actually you know he's played like most Rangers players have this season mm-hmm. of all the available games that they could have played in this season there's only one that they didn't play in mm-hmm. it's an astonishing thing so let me throw that to Simon what do you think Ryan Kent Simon well we discussed it last week on the on the show mm-hmm. I, I think he's I might be wrong but I don't think he's, his goal return is anything where it should be mm-hmm. for a guy of his ability I think that's something whether that changes, you know, with a fresh start somewhere, I still think he, on his days he's one of Rangers' best players. But I just feel in that position we need more goals from a guy like that. We need more assists. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his his stats, you know, reflect on what he, he, he could do sure. so, uh, at Rangers. Barry, I see uh, Keith Jackson in the record today. He's saying Gio's first job after Cup glory should be to nail down Ryan on a long term contract. Ryan. Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent. Yeah, look, yeah. look the, the one thing that I've always labelled against... You Ryan made me Kent double think is, it there, but it is Ryan Kent. Yeah. It's, it's consistency. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to see more. Many I, goals has he scored this? Uh, three. Three, three goals. I mean, that's, that's no good enough. Yeah, for, certainly with the ability. Type of player. Yeah, the ability he's got, he's a match winner. There's no doubt in my eyes about that. 
Um, I just want more. I'm greedy. I want more from him. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Gio will want more. And I'm sure if he asked Ryan himself, he's he would want more from himself. And and that's the only thing where it's up and down a wee bit with him. Yeah. I just I think it's in the locker that he could be a match winner most weeks. But I've just not seen enough of that. Need to take a break. Thanks very much, Craig, for calling. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Simon Donnelly Logia calls coming in 0808 17 17 700 And of course we're on the socials at Go Football Show Tomorrow night Rob will be here with John Hartson and Mark Guidi Yesterday, Barry, we were out and bumped into a few people at the end of season due, including one of the great strikers, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, it was uh, he came over and, and um, introduced himself to all the guys. But what, a, what a top centre yeah. forward he was. Um, I mean, played to what 37, 38 mm. years of age, um, and even when he came up at Rangers, never played as much as he probably wanted. But when he did feature, he showed his his quality. Um, so no, nice to see him. Was asking him, did you like Scotland? Loves it, mm. loves it up here. Um, so I'm not surprised because it's, it's a great place, great place to, to be, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Simon, great to meet up. Two I don't, great strikers. To be fair, yeah. I don't think I understood many, because <laughs> I think we were seven or eight drinks down at yeah. that stage. Uh, again, just uh, reiterating what Fergie says. Mm. What, what a striker over what a career he's had. Yep. You know, down south in particular, a lot of lot of goals scored. I think he's one of the the top English Premiership strikers mm. of all time. But yes, uh, I'm not sure if he did understand any of us yesterday. It was a wee bit later in the afternoon, Paul. We're going to hear more from GVB in a moment or two. Also, we'll hear from Steve Clark about Scotland. No, Kieran Tierney, as we know, Nathan Patterson in there, Ryan Jack in as well. So we'll speak to him shortly. Simon, from a Celtic point of view, obviously <coughs> they're all the way in summer holidays, apart from those that are going to be playing for Scotland. Yeah. What about CCV, Cameron Carter Vickers, until the 15th of June? Celtic have got, what, what's that, three weeks to, to get him signed? To sign yeah. him up. What yeah. do you think? Is he going to sign? I hope so. I really do. I think him and Jota, I think get them over the line now. Maeda today, I think get those two. Uh, they've, they've, they've had fantastic seasons. Uh and both young as well. I think Carter Vickers is in the US squad now. They've had really good seasons. He's, he's been a rock at the back for Celtic, so it'd be nice to get these two guys tight, uh, tied up. They've they've shown more, they're more than capable uh, of handling Celtic. They've won the league. So, yeah, that would be a good bit of business. Barry, what do you think of Cameron Carter Vickers? Yeah, he, he grew into the season for me. Um, I, th- I think as the season went on, he became stronger and, and, and stronger and I would be shocked if Celtic don't push a boat out to try and get him. Um, I think he was Celtic's best defender by a country mile and as I said, the first half of the season, I thought he was a good player but at the turn of the year, he stepped up again um, and I think it's a player that Celtic if they want to go on and, and try and retain the title or have a, a decent Champions League run, they, they need to try and sign players uh, Carter Vickers quality and, and Jota Jota's one that he worries you when, when he, he plays he's he's a special talent and again I knew Carter Vickers because he was at Bournemouth the previous mm-hmm. season I'd seen him play a couple of times but Jota never heard of him mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm always concerned with wingers because their they're form normally up and down they're, they're so inconsistent but his consistency levels for Celtic this season were, were right up there He's important for Celtic for next year, isn't he, Simon? I, th- I think so. Yeah. yeah, I really do. I think he came in and it made a big impact early on. 
Uh, I, th I thought he finished the season quite strongly as well again. I'm not entirely sure about his numbers. We talk about the numbers, but I th he must be close to double figures and numerous assists this season. So he's, he's contributed uh, a hell of a lot for Celtic. Peter's been on a Rangers fan on the socials. Question for you, Barry. What would you do with Ryan Kent? Would you, this summer, try and take the money for him and what would the price be? Or do you want him to stay? I, I would like him to stay, but it comes down to money. Yeah. If somebody comes in with a bid that Rangers think... I mean, I think every player at Rangers has got a price on their head and if that's matched, I think Rangers would, would do business. Look, Ryan Kent, he's a player that I rate highly. The only, the only thing that maybe cracks me up a wee bit or frustrates me is, is uh, his consistency levels. Mm. Um, but for me I, I would like to see him stay but it comes down to money mm. and if a club comes in what price? I mean Rangers paid what £7 million for him so you've got to be looking at £12 million uh, round about that kind of mark for, for Ryan Kent because uh, as I said Paul I think he's a player that can win you games in football there's no doubt about that and I would love to see him stay but again Rangers are um, they've been open they're a selling club Somebody matches the price that's on top of a player's head, Rangers will do business. As Celtic have to be as well. Yeah, that, that's just the way it is up, yeah. in, up yeah. in Scotland. Rangers and Celtic, they can't knock back um, top money uh, top money bids for their players. Here's Giovanni van Broadcast speaking after the game and the cup win on Saturday. His first silverware as Rangers manager. He's only been in six months and he reflected on on the past 26 weeks. As you say that, very hectic because of the uh, the schedule we had. I think we played two games a week uh, since I came here. And uh, it's very demanding, you know, in preparation of, of games and uh, not only for players, but also for myself and my staff medical staff as well uh, so I think we need a we need a little bit of rest but uh, it's always nice to to win silverware that's that's what it's all about and of course reaching the, the Euro, Euro, Europa League final is you know was an amazing run in Europe together with the fans and uh, unfortunately we couldn't uh, end the season in Europe with a trophy uh, I'm very proud of everyone involved with Rangers for the, the campaign we had in Europe this this, this season. And you should be proud of it. Who would have thought that Rangers would get to a European final and just be penalties away from lifting it? Yeah, I mean, unbelievable run, knocked out some big clubs. For me, the favourites, Borussia Dortmund, they're a top-class um, outfit and Rangers deserve to get through. So, yeah, he's got to be proud of the, the, the players, as he said. He said two games a week, actually three games a week they play. Yeah. So, as I said, you've got to give them all the credit um, they deserve. Just disappointing because you're in it to win it and when you get to the final, so I know close. how it feels. Yeah, so I know how it mean, felt myself. It was soul-destroying, but they showed brilliant character three days later to go and lift the, the Scottish Cup. Barry, you were with us on Saturday afternoon, but it's the first time back on at five. You enjoyed your trip, didn't you? Apart from, obviously, the result, but um, share with us, what was it like with your family, your friends, and to be there as a fan rather than being, you know, the captain in Manchester in yeah, 2008? Yeah, I, I just wanted to... I mean, I was talking to Sid about it yesterday and he was saying the same thing. Your boy actually says to you, didn't he? Aye, but if, if, if he don't die, he says, if Celtic got to the final, would you take me? And I was like, of course I would. Yeah. But they have to get to a final. Yeah. That's yeah. a difficult but bit. Just being there with the, my, my two boys and nephews and... and a few friends. It was just a brilliant experience that I just wanted to go and be a fan and soak the atmosphere up and enjoy myself. And, and you know what? I had a, a brilliant day. It was tiring. Don't get us wrong, but you know what? It's worth every single second. The only disappointing thing was getting into penalties. I just, 
I, I thought they'd won it with Ryan Kent when that ball went across yeah. and I didn't realise that the keeper what a save it was it was a brilliant save but listen memories it's memories for us Simon, does it go in five-year circles, cycles? <clears throat> because Celtic got to Seville in 2003, Barry took Rangers with Walter's team in 2008. Could it be wishful thinking, but have you got a five-year plan or will Celtic have a five-year plan? A, Let's get back into a final. Does even a five-year plan? Does Ange know. have a five-year plan? Well, exactly. Plan? You'd imagine he might have. Well, Rangers <laughs> have done it, you know, this yeah. season. Listen, it's been absolutely brilliant. You know, when does this ever happen? I've said to a couple of the, my friends that are Rangers supporters, Make sure you just go to the game, you know, if you've got the opportunity to go. Because, as I say, I'd left Celtic. I was long away from Celtic in 2003, but I managed to get some tickets and I wouldn't have missed it for the world. You know, how often do our clubs get to a, a European final? Uh, so all credit to them, but aye, aye, it's always wishful thinking for us, isn't it? How will Celtic do in Europe, do you think? Rangers, I think it's Stephen a big did well. I think because yeah. I think a lot of leg pulling and, and slagging from the, the, your rivals because mm -hmm. they did so well in Europe, I think. Celtic have got something to answer to now. They have to go and perform in Europe. They've, they've won the league back, which is brilliant. They're back in the Champions League, where I believe these clubs should be, the platform, but it's a big jump up. So it'll be interesting to see what Ange brings to the party next year in terms of more recruitment. Can he kick on again and reduce that gap? Because Rangers have showed this year, the likes of Dortmund, Leipzig, spending millions, these, these uh, teams, and yet Rangers put them both out. So... Yeah, it's a challenge for Celtic. You've got to be realistic. I don't think they can win the group. I, I've, hopefully Rangers get there, but you've got to be aiming to try and get second place at least mm -hmm. in the group because you're going to come up against, I mean, the Champions League, yeah. you come up against the best here. It's another level again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Massive, massive step up. But both Rangers and Celtic have got to be looking at at least getting second place. If not, then it's third and then it's obviously into Europa League. But the Champions League is where, as I just mentioned there, both Rangers and Celtic should be in the Champions League. It's great. Well, I was going to say it's great they're both in. Rangers are not in yet, but they could well be. Simon reckons Rangers will get into the Champions League. They'll get through. Yep, depending Qualifier. on the draw. But yep. listen, it's Is a, it one playoff? Is that one, right? One playoff yeah. game yeah. and it's two legs. And I think you always fancy Rangers, certainly. If you look when they've had a, maybe a, a defeat 1-0 that's happened in the Europa League away from home, but you get them back to Ibrox European nights. The atmosphere... Um, is electric and yeah, I definitely fancy Rangers getting in. And for Celtic, even in the Brendan Rodgers years, you know, with the trebles, but in Europe, yeah. they were too open that, that, and they yeah. were caught out, weren't they? Against Listen, the I, was PSGs, few, yeah. I, I was at a few of the games and, and they took a couple of doings uh, in Europe. So it is, it's a big, it's a big challenge. Mm. But again, I think from a Celtic point of view, it's exciting because of who Ange has brought to the team. We've got five or six guys there now that are heroes in the Celtic supporters' eyes who nobody had heard of this time last year. Is he going to do it again? Is he going to bring three, four, five new ones in to improve on what's already a good Celtic attacking team? But you're right. I, I actually liked watching some of the European stuff this year because I thought Celtic could go and hurt teams, but they just couldn't keep the, the back door shut. So that's now what they have to do. I think their defences get better as the seasons went on, but it's a, it's a big step up for them next year. They went two up at times, didn't they? Was ah, it? They, yeah, they, could, they could have beat. Yeah, they could, could have, have been three, three. Up. Indeed, obviously yeah. lost the game sure. in the end. But uh -huh. I like the fact that he he wanted to go and try and hurt teams, and he showed that they could score. Leverkusen left it late in Germany as well. Ultimately, these games are games that they are defeated in. But there was encouragement there for me. I think if they get their defence right, which has improved over the season, uh, you know they can go and do something. Hopefully. 
Let's hear a bit more from GVB. Is there going to be, well, there will be summer movement. Any indication of who might be coming or going? Well, I think there will be changes this summer. I'm not sure yet. You know, uh, the players who are out of contract, they uh, sign new contracts. I think it's uh, for players who end their contracts, uh, they have the chance to move and maybe go and, and look for another challenge. I think they also want stability and uh, also for the future. So, you know, hopefully in the next weeks we know if we can extend some contracts or we have to look for, uh, for uh, other players. So he's saying, well, there might be, well, there will be some, Barry, won't there? That'll be the question for the Rangers fans. And where's the money? They would have made about, we reckon, 55 million if they'd got through to Champions League because of the 35 to 40 million plus the Super Cup against Real Madrid or Liverpool. Mm. But they've not got that. Yeah, they've not got that, but they've got an opportunity still getting that. But I do honestly believe that Rangers board will back them. Mm. In the transfer market, I, I do think there's going to be changes. There's no doubt. Gio's already said that. There's players um, seeing out their contracts, whether they, they they stay or go. I still believe that there's going to be a a bit of a turnover. Uh, players. Um, he's look. He's now been there six months. He's been able to watch them closely, and he'll know where he wants to strengthen. And I'm sure if he takes names to Rangers board. Rangers will back him because I, I do think I mean he came in for a bit of criticism but I do honestly believe Gio's the man to take us forward Do you think Rangers spent enough last year? They did the year before and you always gave praise to them for mm. that no, Maybe with Gio in terms of the January window just, just, tell you just in the door as yeah, well I, and I still think he, he needed to really watch them closely and, and identify who he would like to keep and, or let go um, but January's always always a tough window um, to do a bit of dealing but I do think he'll he knows what he wants and I believe he'll get what he wants Simon it's going to be fascinating summer yeah, isn't it I, th I think just with that January uh, yeah. I think that really helped Celtic because I think Ange had already been at Celtic six months he knew what he had I think he really watching how Kyogo flourished you know he was already going back into that market for the for the, the next batch of Japanese boys that came in and almost hit the ground you know, and made a real put in the starting eleven. These guys, you know, mm. two of them, uh, the new signings, O'Reilly and Hattati, played against Rangers in that three 0 So I think that kicked Celtic on a wee bit. Mm. Whereas Gio was just in the door. Again, it all happened very quickly. He'd be getting to know the players. So I think this transfer market will be interesting because he'll now have a better picture of what he wants. I, I mean, see the improvement in certain players: Bassi, Lundstrom, yeah, Morelos. Morelos, I thought. A lot of fatter. look at Scott Wright. I thought he was out the door yeah. four or five weeks ago. I think he he's the real boot because he's played in big games. Mm -hmm. You know yourself, even the manager yeah. gives you a bit of belief and he's starts playing in the playing final. Big games. Well, the semi final. I think he's embraced that. Make a point. The semi final against Celtic at Hamden. Who, who was it to come off after half an hour? I can't remember. Thirty six minutes or whatever. Scott Wright was the first pick off the bench, yeah. and then you seen Wednesday night. Obviously, plays in the, the final. He starts yeah, the I final. That gives him huge confidence because yeah. you know Gio's shown a lot of belief in him Aye. recently in the big games yeah, but I've just seen a difference in certain players and that's down to obviously Gio knows the game inside out um, he's a good coach he's got a good coaching staff with him and I, I'm looking forward to the summer to see who he adds to that The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go Go, 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 go. go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney, I nearly said Paul Ferguson. That was after yesterday's day out with uh, Barry Ferguson <clears throat> and you, Simon, as well. And Barry, wasn't that nice? Simon went away to his mammy. He went home uh, to get his dinner. Do you know what? I, I like things great, like that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, your mum and dad are 
they're number one. They're not especially they're away, your they're away mommy. holiday for two months on Wednesday, so it was a the grandkids cheerio send off, but there was yeah. but a, cu- bad, a couple of drinks involved as well. Aye, the bad but, thing is he can't remember leaving his mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob arrived in the train just as well. We got the trains. Up here. The trains are struggling a wee bit, Barry, and you picked him up on the way. Yeah, I, I sunny, picked him up because he's Blantyre. obviously yeah. his, his pockets are ankle deep. He wouldn't want to get attacked. You picked him up. We uh, dropped him off. Uh, <laughs> he's done all right, hasn't he? So, um, I Rob, and then. You're left without getting a drink, so... No, I'm yeah. sure he, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be here tomorrow night. We can put him on the spot then. <sighs> Loads of people contacting us. Celtic fans talking about they want CCV signed up. They want Jota. But they've got great faith in Ange Postacoglu. And Rangers fans, fresh from that win on Saturday, winning the cup at Hamden. Here's one from Colin on WhatsApp saying, Hi, guys. I think Rangers need to build the team around uh, Lundstrom, Bassey and Tavernier. Do what they can to keep Goldson and Morellas, they can afford to sell players like Kamara, Aribo, Hadji and Ruth. What do you think on that, Barry? It's a not, not bad yeah. shout. I mean, I think, I mean, we spoke about Bassey. Mm. Um, I think he's t- going to turn into a, a top quality centre-back or left-back. Mm. Um, but I, I do really like him at, at centre-back. Uh, Lundstrom, for me, I said that the, the first mm. half of the season was tough for him. It's always tough when people move, they don't realise how big a club like Rangers is and sometimes the demands and the expectations is a bit too much. But he found a way into the team after the, the heavy defeat against Celtic at Celtic Park. And I think he's been alongside Bassey and Tavernier. He's been one of the, the best players um, or most consistent players for Rangers. Sam, just into uh, Aribo, would, they, would you be happy for him to move on? Colin mentioned Aribo mm-hmm. there. I think he's one of your... Better players, yeah. Well. I like Aribo, I do like him. And you know what? You've got to take your hat off to him. He's played in a foreign position up front yeah. and he's no yeah. moaned about it. And I, do you know what? I think he's done a brilliant You're job. Talking up about there. Jota now worrying you when mm-hmm. I think Aribo, you know, he's one of the players that you worry about because he's capable of taking players out of the equation. He can beat people, he's got a lot of good close control. So I'm surprised that Collins maybe mentioned mm-hmm. him for the, the exit door. Here's Derek, a Rangers fan on the line. Derek, good evening. Good evening, Paul. How you doing, Derek? Uh, uh, yeah. Many players, Barry, do you think Rangers are signing the close season? And what positions do you think they need to strengthen? It's a good question. I mean, it's obviously going to be a, a, a centre half, no doubt, but I, I, I keep forgetting. John Sutter's coming in for, for Hearts. I don't know what you think, Derek, but I thought he was outstanding on Saturday. Um, no doubt about I, it. I still think he'll bring in, I, want to bring in a number nine. Um, centre forward, I think, will be one of his positions that he'll be. Ian Martin and we don't know what's going to happen with Alan McGregor if no I'll probably be another goalkeeper Derek what do you think? I wouldn't like McGregor to stay even though he's been a great servant I think he made a couple of bad mistakes this season I wouldn't like to see him just being like basically the number two keeper I think it's maybe time for him to I think he will retire probably uh, I think they need a centre-half but I would be quite happy with Bassey and Suter is a centre half. Yeah, that, that excites me, Derek. See, see, they two, obviously, with John Suter, I know he's had these injury, injury problems, but I, I've got to be honest, watching that game, he was he, he was outstanding. Yeah. Bassey and Suter were the two best players on the pitch. Simon, yeah. good player. We had him at uh, Dundee United. Yeah. Uh, 16 years of age, and he's always, you know, impressed me. And he's, he, I think just the, the two Achilles injuries... In the last few seasons, I've obviously set him back a wee bit, but he's got himself fit. I could be a big player for Rangers and Scotland moving forward if he just keeps himself, 
you know, fit now because uh, I don't think there's any doubt in his, his football ability. But I, I definitely think you'll look for a number nine, mm. a striker. Because you look what's mm. happened with Morelos, been injured, Roof. Listen, I rate came out Roof, mm. but he's just got too many injury problems. Yeah. Um, and obviously Aribo having to go up and play play centre forward, which as I said is a foreign position to him. So I think that will be one e- uh, one area that he'll he'll certainly look to strengthen. That's up top. Derek, are you feeling confident about next season? Uh, they'll need to hit the ground running, like uh, because they'll have the Champions League qualifiers quite early, won't they? Yeah, yeah, they will. Early August. Yep. No, July. End of July. Yeah, Late yeah, July. Right yep. about July. I'm I'm not too sure, but you, you don't get much a pre-season before yep. you're thrown into the qualification games. And and you know what? When you're into the qualification <laughs> games, you. you you normally get drawn against teams that you don't know too much about, but they, they surprise you because they're, they're, they're decent enough teams. So Rangers need to make sure they get through them. And I'm with Derek. They need to start. They need to really hit the ground running. Yeah, they've got a third qualifying round. And then if they go through that, Where there's then that? a playoff now. Do we know what so date it is? We'll check the date and let you know. Derek, who's been your player of the season for you, for Rangers? Uh, probably... At the near the end of the season, I would say Bassett. Uh, and as I say, it's the other night there. And we would have predicted at the start of the season he would probably be the, the player that Rangers could get more money for. Yes. Uh, I think he would probably need to go with Tavernier, but for the amount of goals he scored from right back. Yeah, he's been magnificent, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, I can't yeah. disagree with that. I mean, we were saying that he came in for a bit of criticism, yeah. Europa League final, but his numbers. Um, uh, from a certainly a fullback, um, I've been brilliant, and you know what? I, I'm delighted for him because a couple of years ago people weren't too sure about him, but remember, 300 grand he cost for Wigan. Yep, what a signing he's been! It's amazing, third and fourth, and then the 10th of August for the qualifiers, right at the beginning of August because they play the other two uh, in July. Derek, are you over the hangover yet? Oh, yeah, on you go. I think they wanted to have a go, didn't they, Simon? But yeah. in the early yeah. on, we discussed it yesterday. I think yeah. Hearts' best chance was to try and get a goal in that first 15 20 minutes. They almost did with the Sims one that just went wide of the post. Uh, I thought they started reasonably lively. But as the game went on, Rangers found their groove and for me there was only going to be one winner. Yeah, I think Boyce went off into the second half, probably one of Hartsey's best players, just back for injury. And, you know, I, I felt it was only going one way. Rangers, as we touched on earlier on, just looked as if they were getting stronger, you know, as the, as the game went on and it looked as if Hearts had did the game midweek. So I think for Hearts to take anything, they would have had to probably score early on. Barry, you saw the gulf in class between yeah, there was a massive yeah. gulf in class, and I think he, I think Robbie done an interview after the game, and he says that showed him that he needs to go and and strengthen. I, I did expect more for Hearts. I'll be honest with you. I thought they started the game a better than Rangers the first 10, 15 minutes, but once Rangers get a grip of the the pace, that was yet, it, and, wasn't it? Yeah, the Rangers were in cruise control. Derek, thanks a lot for calling. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers, thank you Derek big Rangers fan on the line there he always makes good points though, doesn't he some good questions here from Derek yeah, no, listen yeah. I, I couldn't know disagree with him yeah. with, with what he was what he was saying there in terms of Rangers uh, I, I'm really looking forward to the summer because mm. I, I think it's going to be a big summer for both Rangers and Celtic I think there's going to be a bit of money spent um, and it's, I always look forward to seeing quality players come into our game because I think we've got a right good product up here I think the league's in a good place 
at this moment in time. Here's the manager saying how proud he is of his players. Well, it means a lot. You know, always good to win prizes. Told the players today we can we can win something and 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 get a reward for all our hard work we've been doing for for the last months. And uh, so always happy with the performance. Um, I think in injury of an extra time we look quite strong again. So I'm really proud. Two 0 uh, We end the season uh, with a trophy, which is uh, very positive. Very positive indeed. Well, what a season. That's the first hour up. What do you think for the next hour? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And then the next hour, we'll hear from the Scotland boss. What a few weeks we've got coming up. What, five games, Barry? It's hard to believe after a long, long season. There's too many games now, aren't there? You know, all these new tournaments. And... Yeah, it's just the way of football is. But yeah. I look at that Scotland squad and I think, wow, what a strong squad. But the only thing I'm concerned about is Kieran Tierney missing. Mm. For me, he's... We're yeah. going about all the, the big players. For me, Kieran Tierney, Scotland's, in my eyes, most important player. Here's the manager speaking about Kieran Tierney. Probably for everybody who's just getting the news today, it's a big blow <clears> for, for myself and my staff. We've, we've known for a little while that, that Kieran wouldn't be, wouldn't be ready for these games. So Disappointing for Kieran and obviously disappointing for us. It sure is, isn't it, Simon? Yeah, yeah. real shame. And Arsenal have missed him big time. Yeah, but listen, we've got the, you're talking about the five games, the, the, the two big ones, you know, if we can get past Ukraine and, and, and beat Wales they're the ones that I'm really focusing in on for the, the World Cup in Qatar the man just across from you is convinced we're going to go to Qatar I hope he's right, right. you reckon yeah. I, I do but I've got a, a real good feeling good. Um, I think but, we'll, we'll miss Kieran but you know that's a strong area mm. of our, our team you know you've got Andy Robertson there uh, Hickey it might be an opportunity for him to come in he looked very assured in his, his brief moments for Scotland so far so yeah, full of positivity for the. We're the going to games. talk about that after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! So that's the domestic season over at the top. Celtic take the Premier Sports, the Scottish League Cup. Celtic take the Cinch title, the SPFL title, and the Premiership. And Rangers, the Scottish Cup at the weekend, beating Hearts 2-0. Barry, was there a moment when you worried and you thought, oh, it's got extra time? Yeah, there was, because they were that dominant and then they had missed a, a, a couple of, I thought, sitters. Um, and then you think, as the longer the game goes on, Hearts might just get that one chance and, and nick it. But um, as I said, I, th I thought Rangers finished really strongly, but into extra time and they just went up a level and they blew Hearts away and... As I said, two goals in, in four minutes. Two really good goals as well. I thought Ryan Jacks, what a strike. I mean, his first touch was brilliant edge yeah. of the box. Smashes it into the into the, the net. And then Scott Wright, who I thought was um, really impressive when he came on. I was actually, I think it was Ryan Kent. It was a, a great counter-attack and I'm screaming at the TV. Yeah, I thought it was a, a poor pass for him. I thought he gave him it. Too early, maybe. Aye. I, I, I was waiting I mean, to suck the, the defender a wee bit more. He, he broke his stride and Aye. then obviously he's took it off. hit it sweetly. Off. Right, and, and passed a, a top goalkeeper in, in Craig Gordon. What, what, what a save he pulled off from Arriba. Just yep. to death. Mm. I mean, minutes. it was a penalty. I mean, it was a definite yep. tug on the, yep. the shirt. But listen, credit to Rangers. The, the one thing that they showed me was great character and a, a real desire to go on and, and make sure they, they got a trophy. Ready for more calls? Here's Jim, first-time caller, a Rangers fan from Paisley. Hi, Jim. Hi, how you doing, Farrell? Good. Barry's very well. Simon, pretty good too. Uh, how are you? Did you celebrate? I, I just I, I was in Seville last week, so went to the game. Obviously, really 
tough one to take. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had it in our grasp. Um, just kind of felt a wee bit like we, we blew it, if you want, you know what I mean? So, pretty difficult to take. Um, got home on Saturday morning. Uh, wow. Headed off to Hart. Wait, Hamden. <laughs> and, ah, it was nice to see the players bounce back. And, uh, you know, I thought they played really well, actually. They played some great football. And, um, I we looked really strong in the end. I didn't think we were going to score, to be honest, but, you know, extra time, we come up with a couple of absolute beauties of goals. So, I the players really deserved it, and it was nice to bounce back. How did you travel back? Did you go via Malaga, or what, what was your journey? No, I wasn't bad. I actually chose a bit of comfort over some of the mad routes that people were saying, <laughs> so I paid a wee bit extra. I went through Schiphol. Um, and then a direct flight down to Seville, and it was the same back. So I wasn't too bad, actually, but I, I did pay for it, you know what I mean? But <laughs> Barry, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Because you were in and out in a day and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just wanted to be there, but yeah. I, I wouldn't do that, that trip again. That was midnight Tuesday. We were in the airport at 12 o'clock, and then um, I arrived back at the house about 11 o'clock on Thursday morning. No sleep whatsoever. Um, and you can imagine there was a few sherbets drank during... The, the Wednesday but it was a, it was brilliant I just loved it I just loved being in amongst it and as I said when I retired I just wanted to go and do what fans do and let my mates do go away and travel and guys like Jim who who travel everywhere it was just brilliant to be part of it just a, an absolute sickener that I, I honestly yeah. believed that they were going to do it mm-hmm. I did when Aribo scored that goal um, I actually had three older guys behind me and the guy kept tapping me on the shoulder and saying is this real? Have we actually won the up here? and I'm like ah, mate aye it's real you're not dreaming yeah. and then obviously lost a <coughs> poor goal and then extra time I thought we looked stronger I thought Rangers yeah. again with that chance we can and then it goes into penalties it's a lottery at that stage isn't it? and it was just Oh, it was just disappointing. Um, you could see the disappointment. You could feel it in there. Yeah. Um, the Rangers fans. It was. It was. Um, it was a sore one to take. And I was worried about Saturday, but the, the guys have got to take a lot of credit. I thought. I thought they played some real good stuff, as, as Jim mentioned there, and they thoroughly deserved mm. to to win the Scottish Cup. Jim, the fitness of your team is incredible. I. Well, we're always pretty fit under Gerard, but. Something, I don't know what, what it is, if Geo's team's done something a wee bit extra or something, but I, as you say, you know, you know, you look at the Celtic game, I know you've touched on that yeah. extra time, we look stronger again, you know, and Celtic looked done. Um, and then, you know, we had the Braga game just before that as well, the extra time, the Leipzig game, you know, we played them and then we played Celtic again and we could have won at Parkhead, we, we, we should have won mm-hmm. at Parkhead, to be honest. And then, I, to, to come back on Wednesday, the emotional drain on the players with Jimmy Bell's funeral on Friday to then go to Hamden and as one of the previous callers was saying about the, the atmosphere, it was, was really flat and I was flat myself. So I was a bit still <coughs> dejected but, you know, you got up for it and the players just showed some character and Gio, you know, he's, I've said six months he's in the door now, he's definitely found his feet and He'll know now in Scotland, it's different to when he played before. Teams were a bit better quality. They parked the bus a lot there now and he's got to have a bit more of a go and really just kind of all-out attack. It's no European football required mm-hmm. tactics for Scottish football unless you're playing Celtic. Sure. Simon, this is a rare summer, isn't it? In yeah. that, <clears throat> by and large, both sides of the old firm are quite 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It's unusual. I said that. Uh, speaking to somebody the other night about that, it's, it's usually one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way the season's panned out, you know, Rangers won't get any closer with winning the actual thing last Wednesday. Uh, so they're on a high. They've, they've finished the season with some silverware with the Scottish Cup. Celtic have won the league. So it is. It's an unusual position for, I think, both sets of fans will be happy with their managers at the moment. Do you think this will make the Celtic directors spend more even during the summer? I, I know it's how you spend your money, but given that Rangers got to a European final, <coughs> Celtic won the league, deservedly. I think it will maybe pull each other on. I mm-hmm. think, it, it, you know, nobody will want to be left yeah. behind. Rangers will want to go and try and win that league back. Celtic will want to defend it. They're both going into potentially the Champions League if Rangers can negotiate the two rounds. So... You know, I think it's exciting times. I think Rangers' team will be quite different next year. I think the last three or four years, there's been a, a nucleus of players there. I think it'll be completely different. The Steven th- Gerrard team. I think that'll yeah. be exciting for, for Rangers fans. You know, as I said earlier on, Celtic's team is totally new. Uh, for me, with the, the Celtic hat on, it'd be interesting to see how Ange improves again next year. So I think both clubs are in good positions. Jim, anything you want to ask Simon and Barry? Just on the, the transfer activity now, when you think of the finances, Stuart Robertson, before the Europa League final, and uh, the, the media day they've done, he commented that Rangers have actually made slightly more, he said, at that point than the Champions League for that season. They're against Malmo, obviously. So if you're looking at, I think they won about £17 million in prize money for the Europa League run this year. Plus, we had nine home games, you know, most of them sellouts. You're probably talking about a million to two million. So Rangers should, in theory, have a bit of money to go and invest in the squad and build on this side, you know. And I do have a feeling that, and maybe the panel, what they feel, but I just get a feeling guys like Arebo and Ken um, possibly want to move on. You know, I just get a yeah. feeling there was a, there was a bit at the end of the cup final. Uh, you, I don't know if you've seen it, but Ken, Arebo, Kamara... And I'm trying to think who the fourth player was. Golson was another one. Yeah. They went all to the Union Bells and they celebrated. And I just had a wee, you know, just watching it, I just felt like this might be the end for these guys. And I also think Rangers are just at the point where, you know, they probably have to sell these guys to, to regenerate a wee bit of money. So I do expect Rangers to have a, a good bit of money. And Gio's yep. obviously looking for that. Barry, what do you think? I, I, I've no doubt. I've no doubt they'll they'll uh, back him in the transfer market. I do think that there will be a few players leaving. Obviously, the one Connor Golson. It looks to me. Yeah. We need to wait and see what Griggs and Devils doing. But I do think one other player may get sold, um, and that could be a Ken Aribo or a Kamara. Um, but I, I, I'm more than positive that Gio would have identified where he, where he wants to strengthen. He knows it. I mean, they spoke to him six, seven weeks ago at that Legends game and he's had a good look at the squad. He's identified where he needs to strengthen and he knows who he wants. And I think if Gio goes to that board and says, I want him, I think they'll do everything possible and in their power to go and, to go and back him. Because I do think it will be a, a no, no a full rebuild, but a mini yeah. rebuild. I, th- I think you'll see quite a few players going and quite a few players coming in. And would he go into the Dutch market? In the yeah, well, it's a market yeah. he knows inside out. Mm. and It's a market he knows... Sure. And look at the contacts he's got. That's what I was about to say, his network. Pet, then Man City, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Barcelona. Mm. He, he knows all the, these guys. So 
I'm sure he'll tap into them and, and see if they've got any availability, whether it's a, a permanent transfer or a loan. But I do think you'll see a number of changes and I'm excited about it because um, I think Gio knows what he's doing. No doubt in my mind about that. He's a right man for the job and I've been impressed. There's been a couple of games where I've thought to myself, oh no, what's going on here? But they've, they've come back with a bang. I think back at Celtic Park 3-0. I couldn't believe what I was watching yeah. that first 45 minutes. You were shattered that night. I was shattered. Mm -hmm. Of course, I hadn't seen that in a long, long time. Um, but he's come back with that and I think the finish to the end of the season has been really strong and impressive and I'm looking forward to the summer. Just seeing Jim here on Sky, somebody you both know well, Paul Dickel, Paul they're Dickel, enjoying yeah. the Man City <laughs> celebrations. Jim, isn't it such a shame that, you know, in Glasgow, that Rangers can't enjoy it with open-top bus, nor can Celtic when they win it. It would, be, it would be great if we could ever have a day when you could celebrate it. Aye, aye. It's, it's, it's just the nature of, you know, I don't know if you saw the thing with Gary Lineker, the derby thing they did on uh, BBC Sounds, the podcast, and Glasgow is a unique environment, yeah. certainly in the UK anyway, for the rivalry. It's, yeah. it's just got that edge to it. It is a shame, and, yeah. you know, as much as it pains me when Celtic do well, but ultimately you, it's beneficial if both clubs do well in Europe because we've seen now two teams are getting a shot in the Champions League, you know, and two teams can get into group stages, guaranteed. It takes away a wee bit of the edge for the league, mm -hmm. and I think that'll help. And then Hearts, you know, they've got a chance of, Europa League playoff I would love the league to be stronger the way it was in the 90s when I was growing up in yep. Aberdeen and Dundee United and Hearts well, came down and Exactly. You, know, you, you, look, really, yep. you, you, were, you were scared. You were scared for them coming. Simon, yeah, it's a great point, isn't it? <clears throat> Aberdeen yeah. and Hibs this season has been awful. Big disappointment. Big disappointment. You would expect them to be up challenging Hearts. Can they come back? I think they can. I think they can. But Dave Cormack will two, have to spend again. Two new they? managers yeah. just in, so it'll be interesting again. I, they must be hugely disappointed mm. with their seasons. Uh, Hearts, and full credit to Hearts, but they've, it's been quite easy for them to secure third mm. place. You know, mm. they've uh, not really had anybody breathing down their necks for that third place mm. spot. But yeah, it's good for our game. If Aberdeen and Hibs are big sides in Scotland, mm. you know, they've got a lot of history uh, and they'd expect to be up in that top half. You, you, you want them at least putting a, a challenge in. Look, yeah. they're never going to break Rangers and Celtic. Is that no, never going to no, happen that's again? Going to happen. No, no, I, I don't care what anybody says. No. That, that ain't ever going to happen. What if they get a new young Sir Alec Ferguson, you know, in a few years? Well, Rangers and like Celtic him. are going to be too strong. But you want a challenge, what Jim's saying, that even when we were playing late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. you knew you were in for a game. Certainly going away from home, mm. it's different. Yeah, but it's coming all, all to Ibrox, clubs, yeah. you yeah. would be thinking, yeah, we need to be on it today. If we're not on it, there's a chance that they can take um, points off us. Jim, do you reckon you're going to qualify for the Champions League, Jim? Do you think you're going to make through the qualifier and the playoff and you'll get in the Champions League? Oh, oh it's, a, it's a tough one. We've got two rounds and yep. we saw last year with Malmo, you know, you're coming up against a Scandinavian team who are a decent quality. If you get a team like that, they're 25 games into their season. You know what I mean? Yep. It's going to be tough, you know, even at the qualifiers but the one thing with Gio is he's definitely shown he's a tactician and he can adapt to the opposition and that, that gives me a lot of hope. I, I believe we're seeded for the two rounds yeah. so, you know, we've got as good a chance as any. But you, you're right, you come up against some difficult opponents. I mean, mm -hmm. I was saying to you as all fair, I remember we come up against the team Maribor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, you watch them on video and, and you think, ah, they're, they're no bad but actually when you, you come up against them in the flesh 
decent players. There's a lot, a lot yeah. of tricky ties out there, and and as Jim just mentioned, ideal why they're just coming back. But the, the problem they've yep. Rangers have got some of these teams you're come up against, as Jim's just mentioned, they're halfway through their yeah, season. season, so they're yep. they're at peak fitness where Rangers won't be at, at peak fitness. But look, I've got every confidence mm. that. Rangers will, will have enough. You just need to wait and see who you who you come up against. But Rangers are definitely seeded, I guess. Yep. Yep. Jim, here's your well find of the season, Calvin Bassey. I'm a big fan of of, uh, of Calvin. Uh, remember his first action here in this stadium when I watched the the loss against Hibs in the semi final, and uh, I I saw something in him uh, which is uh, rarely you see in in in, in talents his age. You know, very mature, very strong, very powerful, and uh, you know, it was really a pleasure for me to uh, to work with him and still work with him uh, in the future to make him stronger. I think the development he has this season is uh, is tremendous, and that's why he played so many good games in Europe. Also today, he was uh, very impressive. So uh, he's an important part of the team at the moment. Jim, what's your final thought? What would you say about Bassey? I just echoing exactly that. You know, we've seen him game to game from where he was at the beginning of the season. If you remember the Sparta Prague game away, you know, him and Balogun, it just looked like what was going on. But uh, game to game, that boy just seems to be, even in game, you see him getting better. You know, uh, the, the, sky's a, the sky's a limit for that guy. He's, He's got the ability to learn and that's that's what's going to take him to a higher level. Outstanding talent. Yeah, he's a colossal. Yeah. And do you know what I love? The word coming out of the training centre is and you've heard Gio saying he wants to learn. He picks the brains of the experienced boys. He'll stay out after training for that extra 20-25 minutes and um, that's what you want to see young players desperate to learn and, and you know what? What a what a difference in him this season. Just game became stronger and stronger. And again, and uh, he played left back there on, on Saturday, 110-115 minutes. He's still bombing forward and driving forward. Um, I think you've got to give Gio credit as well there because I think on his interview earlier, he's seen something in, was it the semi-final he said? Uh, when against he was, uh, Hibs. He's seen something there that he could go and work with, with the kid. Uh, and he's played him in a couple of positions. But again, similar to Scott Wright in that he's been showing a lot of belief there mm-hmm. you know and he's, he's kicked on he's got the confidence for that uh, and had a, a really good second half of the mm-hmm. season I, I wouldn't want to mess about him <laughs> he's a big bit of a oh, boy isn't he yeah I wouldn't want to get in a fight with Big Bassey <laughs> Jim these two are slightly tired you wouldn't know on air but Barry having been the to Seville and back a wee bit tired tonight you must be shattered are you back at work today? I have um, back, had to travel as well so I'm away up to Dundee to work um, Get a busy week ahead on a construction site, so right. Aye, it's uh, certainly back down to earth with a bang. Well, listen, see, that, that's yeah. the side you don't see. Jim's yeah. just saying they're back Saturday morning, then away to the, the, the cup final. That's, that's commitment. That? People don't realise that there's so many things that fans do mm. are unbelievable. It's amazing. Jim, there you are. Praise from Barry Ferguson. Aye, no, that's good. That's, that's it. As Barry says, you're a fan. Celtic fans would say exactly the same. Jim, you're talking too much good sense. He should be in charge of football and get some more sponsorship. Get him on that panel. Exactly, get him on. Jim, thanks a lot for calling. <laughs> cheers. All right, cheers. Thanks very much. Thank cheers. you. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! 
Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Simon Donnelly and loads of your calls. Good to hear from Jim there, a first-time caller. Spread the word. Thanks for making the switch. We're on every night, Monday to Friday, from five. And the number of downloads in the podcast, Barry, absolutely phenomenal. We thank each and every new listener this season. Yeah, listen, it's uh, I really enjoy it. And as you said, it's getting bigger and bigger. And some of the, the people we've got on know the game inside out. But Simon tonight, no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Simon, thank you for speaking to... Uh, someone at the weekend in the cafe was saying, I love hearing Simon on as well in the Go Radio right. Football Show. Yeah, I think he hears you elsewhere occasionally, but well, uh, he enjoys yeah. you here uh, on <laughs> Go Radio. Very nice. Yeah. 08, 08 17, 17 700. Here's Jim uh, in Rutherglen, a Rangers fan, um, but we'll speak first of all, as we were, about Scotland. I want to ask you as well about St. Johnson yeah, uh, tonight, your tonight. club yeah, yeah. against um, I watched Inverness. the game, I caught some of the game on Friday night. St. Johnson. We're in charge. I think 60 minutes in, 2 0 up. What happened? Well, the first Inverness goal could be brought back. There was a head mm. knock. I think it was offside. Uh, the referee played on yeah. and Inverness scored. The second goal was out of this world. It was a fantastic free kick. What a free kick, yeah. But all of a sudden, you know, it was back to two each. And I don't think anybody watching the first hour of the game would have, you know, suggested that that would have been the case. It gives, or it sets up nicely tonight, but. After watching the first 60 minutes, I think St. Johnson will still be too strong tonight. Yeah, Alan Davidson. They were in cruise control. Yeah. St. Johnson. He's raging I mean, with Bobby Madden, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a head knock. And, and let's be honest, he's not just offside, he's clearly offside. Aye. A good couple of yards. Um, and then obviously when they got that goal, they looked a bit spooked. Yep. St. Johnson, which surprised me with the experience that they've got in the team. And as, as Sid just said there, the, the free the kick. Free kick oh, no kick, you could have two keepers no, in. Sure. And he would have um, still still have scored. Um, but I look at the quality, and I think St. Johnson have got more quality. But listen, you never know. Where Inverness Dodgy's done a brilliant job up there. He has, hasn't he? Because they looked down and out, but they came back. Reese McAleer, what and that was an amazing free kick that you mentioned, and Sean Rooney and uh, Milker Holberg getting the goals for St. Johnson. Are they going to win tonight? I think yeah. so. I think so. I think they'll be too strong. Uh, just as I say, on on the performance, mm -hmm. the first hour. Callum will be really happy. It was two going on three, you know, three, four. And then, as Fergie touches on there, the goal kind of changed the momentum a wee bit. It keeps it alive for both teams, but I just think St Johnson love too much. Barry, what do you reckon tonight? Um, yeah, I'm, I don't think it'll be easy for St Johnson, but I think St Johnson will, will have enough to to um, retain their, their position in the, the, the Premier League. But again, look, you, you just never know who with Inverness um, look the pressure's on St Johnson they're yeah. the Premier League team yep. Yep. the expectation's on them a uh, uh, win and, and Dodgy will be making that clear to his players mm. and I'm sure Inverness will go out and take the game to them but looking at both teams and both squads St Johnson for me just um, have that bit much more than, than he changed than that half time that Dodgy a couple of changes right. so it'll be interesting to see Made if he goes with that he's a wily old fox isn't he to start I think it'll be interesting to see their starting line up because I think they got a bit of success from the two the two subs at half time. He changed that a wee bit, and it'll be interesting to see how he sets up from the start tonight. Right, he oh. loved a moan dodgy. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah. He liked to laugh as well. Yeah, but yeah. on on the pitch was yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, more than but, you. Listen, I tell you what, I always knew he was a good player. But see, when you actually train every single day, um, he was he was a clever footballer. Dodgy, I enjoyed playing with him. He had a good career, didn't he? Aberdeen, Dundee United, yep. St. Johnson. 
Everywhere, and obviously Dundee, at was Rangers. Dundee as well. Dundee he was. was. He started Everywhere. off at Dundee, I think. Wasn't it? For every club in the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. Here's Jim. Obviously, Rangers fans phoning in after the cup win at the weekend in Rutherglen. Hi, Jim. How are we doing, guys? Good. How Hi, are you? Hi, I'm actually a wee bit nasty after the exertions of last week, man, getting around the world right now. And what happened last week? <laughs> <laughs> Were you there? Were you at the match? Yes, I was at the match, yes. How did you travel, Jim? Oh, yeah, I went, for, I went out to Edinburgh, to uh, Basel. Stayed an overnight oh, yeah. in there. Flew uh, oh. out the next morning to, to Basel, then up to Albufeira, with family members, then we travelled through to Seville. What a day, fantastic. Brilliant. On the way back, out of Faro into Geneva, <laughs> then back to Edinburgh. Wow, you, you like Switzerland. Barry, is uh, he's smiling here. You're loving hearing the stories. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love yeah. it. No, I mean, you hear he was buzzing. Jim was buzzing. I was yeah. buzzing last, last oh, Wednesday. Fantastic. Uh, I just loved it. I just loved it. And you know what? I, I said last Friday, I'm going to repeat it again. Both sets of fans were a credit to their clubs. The, the atmosphere in the day of the game was unbelievable. I'm talking about during the day. It was it was brilliant. Never seen one single bit of trouble. Everybody was there supporting their team, having a few beers, enjoying themselves, and that's what it's all about. And no arrests, not one. Isn't that brilliant? Rangers and Celtic have been to Seville in the last eighteen years. Not one arrest. Yeah, just a bit of a, a, a bummer, obviously. Losing. Yep. Yep. When I thought <laughs> I, I just thought when Naribo had scored that, I was like, well, this, this is happening. This mm. is seriously happening. And we lost a poor goal. I'll go to bonus. We could have defended it a bit better. Yeah. But then went into extra time. And again, Rangers were the team that were that were pressing. And just that save with the, the goalkeeper, what a save. Jim, could you get water in the ground? I know that was a big uh, issue. No, nope, nope, I didn't. Uh, actually, I was actually, it was a wee bit of a breeze actually came through the stadium at one point. And I don't know if that's what it can have come to do. But again, I didn't have a, a bit, I, I never went and looked for the water, but there was mm. massive, massive queues in it. Heard a few horror stories. Mm-hmm. I had uh, about entering the ground and actually inside it. I mm-hmm. thought it was actually ridiculous for a for a trophy final. Sure. But my my main point sure. here, Paul, is I seen a kind of few kind of naughty articles in, in the media yesterday regarding this thing carry on. Uh, one one report actually kind of stated that the uh, Rangers had won the league this season that they, they they possibly could have been sued. I just think it's been a bit of. No, he missed if you know here and and again but my point is I don't think I don't understand why nobody in the Scottish media has tackled the SPL as to why this deal was signed in the off. I just think it's ridiculous. Mm. And how they can come to a hang that, that how Rangers could have been sued and they won it. And but the biggest thing regarding this thing, Sterion, not one Rangers player, not one Rangers player in the season we've had made that team of the year. And I think it's an absolute disgrace. Mm. Well, two different things there. I didn't see anything yesterday in the media, Barry. Did you? I mean, we were out in the afternoon, but I didn't see anything. No, but if it's right, what, what yeah. Jim's saying, if, if Rangers had won the league and they were going to get sued, I think that's bang out of order. But I do know the yeah. Sins deal financially wasn't it great for all the clubs. I don't think there was a lot what? of money um, getting but made. Why, why is nobody in the media taking the SPL to task over this? Then yesterday, the wee story got dropped in one of the mainstream media yesterday. There was a report in the paper yesterday, Paul, mm. that Rangers could have been sued. Sued for what? Mm. We're turning around and telling them at the start of it, look, don't sign this deal because we've got the conflict interest here. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Right, we're going to look just now, see if we can find the article on it. You know, the, the freedom of the press is there. But in terms of the ask, team of the year? Yeah, I, we were surprised about that. And we said last week about the player of the year, and there was nobody in, uh, was yeah, there? Yeah. In the, you can't tell me James Tavernier 
even Bassey with the last maybe I mean I'm talking all, I think Bassey's yep. been great all season but yep. certainly the last like, half of the season I he's agree. been outstanding but James Tavernier is one that just jumps out at me straight away of course most con- one of the most consistent performers mm-hmm. and, and, and goals yeah. and goals return from right back and Simon you're a former Celtic striker were you surprised there was no Rangers player yeah, because in the team of the year. Listen, it's a team that's got to the Europa yeah. League yeah. final. Uh, I mean, I discussed the, the, the players, player of the year thing. Obviously, it's, it's the players within the game that choose it. Uh, but yeah, they've. I mean, he's named a couple there that have performed really well this season that you'd be thinking would be in the team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was shocked at it. Mm-hmm. I'm honest with you. Surprised. I'm not just saying that for a Rangers yeah. point. I'm just looking at the way that the, the captain's played this year. Sid's just mentioned there his numbers for right back his consistency levels um, but in terms of play of the year I've, I said look, I thought it was Callum McGregor yep. but for the team of the year there's got to be a, a couple of players and the players that I mentioned there should have been in it let's be honest and Celtic fans were also surprised Simon that Callum McGregor wasn't the players uh, the player of the year by the football writers that was Craig Gordon <coughs> Craig Gordon's a terrific goalkeeper Craig Gordon's had a great season as well better than Callum McGregor <sighs> listen it's it's tight. Callum McGregor for me has had a great season, uh, and he wins the award that I quite like. You know, it's from your peers. It's voted mm-hmm. by the players. You know, I think that means a wee bit more mm-hmm. uh, to the player. But was it the, the sports writers? Wasn't it? The, the, yeah. uh, Craig won. Craig's had a good season as well. Can we not just share these awards about? He's had a good season, but not as good a season as Callum McGregor. I and, and, and I don't think so. And then with Rangers getting to, sometimes they do vote too early. That's what I would say, Jim. And some of them, maybe they have to. You know, but Rangers got to a European final. They were one penalty and then away. If they, they go and win it. Yeah, yeah you're, it, you're it, right. looks, it looks daft. You're right. Jim, you optimistic for next season? And are you saying cheerio to Alan McGregor? Do you think Steve Davis? What do you reckon? Hey. Oh, I'm optimistic for next season. Very, very yeah. disappointed we didn't win the league this year. We lost the league. We lost the league this season. With the, with the points, we're dropped against Aberdeen's, Dundee United, Scottish counties. That, that's that's my view on it. Rangers lost the league this year. That, that's my take on it. And of course, four, four points to Aberdeen this year, Paul. Yep. No, I know. Sure. I mean, the Celtics would say. Was it 31 games undefeated as well? So obviously they've gone and won the points. But Barry, you said consistently the games that they threw away. The Motherwell yeah, game. Yeah, the, the Motherwell game at home, Jim, yeah. as well. Remember, 2 nothing up. Drew two each. That That's the ones that Gio will look back and think to himself that they've got to do better. And listen, he'll, he'll learn for that. There's no doubt about it. And I think Rangers will come back even stronger next season. I do believe that. Do you think- I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same as you, Barry. I felt the Motherwell game was the killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, They'd, they'd park points at Livingston prior to it. We were 2 nothing up at half-time against Motherwell, gone 5-6-0. The whole place was buzzing. Then bang, capitulate. Two crazy... Again, Paul, two crazy goals again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the, I love the passion. No, he's, no, it is. Not, Barry, he's smelling not about losing the points, obviously, as a Rangers <laughs> legend. No, but I love the passion. I love exactly. the fans. Yeah, yeah, Only in Glasgow's own. <laughs> uh, Jim, here is uh, the manager speaking about Alan McGregor. I think it was a nice uh, sign from John. He told when he uh, when the the result was there, he would have uh, gave up his place for for Alan for the last minutes. So uh, I think it was a nice gesture for him. And um, you know we're gonna sit down with him and, and see how his how uh, how, how his future is. But um, you know happy for Alan as well that he can uh, can lift the trophy in the end of the season. Jim, what would you say to Alan McGregor if he's listening? Because he might be unless he's on holiday. What would you say to your keeper? He'll be still out celebrating. Really? <laughs> <laughs> 
probably still wouldn't want it, but all we can say is thank you. Yeah. That's a good way to end it, isn't it? All we can say is thank yeah, you. Listen, he's been, he's been, he's been outstanding. Yeah. Look, I know he's made a couple of mistakes and, and I stuck up for him and a lot of people say, oh, it's because yeah. he's your mate and because you played with him. But listen, I, I think it was highlighted because you never see him make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But he's been, what a goalkeeper, a free transfer, Jim, three years ago. Hello. Unbelievable Aye. bit of business. Yeah. What was his best ever save for you, Jim? Can you pinpoint one yeah. that you say? I, I would say the one and uh, Barry, you you probably hang me as the Verda Bremen was it, Barry? Oh, uh, geez, oh man. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll throw another one at you, Lee Griffiths, January last year. Remember that? But see when he saved that, yeah. you don't remember he got up and he's shouting at the referee. Aye. That's a goal kick. I know. I never touched right. that. He saved it. Remember that. And that that was the the Celtic's last chance last season. Probably we were on with Davy Proven, and Davy said, "Well, if Celtic win today, then they might catch Rangers." But, but Rangers then. Yeah, but I've always maintained. On. See, yeah. a top goalkeeper. They're worth 15, 18 points a season. Mm -hmm. And he certainly was, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. he, he was. He was out of this world. And even the Europa League run. Somebody saved he made um, away from home. Kept uh, Rangers in the in the tie. Look, I'm I'm not saying one player makes a team, but he's been a massive part of Rangers over the last few years. Jim, can I ask you a question before we go? How much does it cost you then in the last week alone? Because we we keep hearing you put the telly on on the radio, and it's about the cost of living crisis, which is difficult for everybody. How much have you did it cost you, Seville? Yeah, I'm just glad my wife doesn't listen to this radio show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm just waiting for a ball coming from my mate because he paid all his visa and killed some money off at them. Oh, I right. don't know the new. Uh, <laughs> I, know the, I know the flight cost about four or five hundred pounds. Good answer. But it, but it is amazing. And when you see Mbappe, for example, getting what the best part of a million a week. Um, but these are, but, this is what fans, look, they'll travel, they'll, they'll pay it somehow, mm -hmm. but they get there. And as I said, what was it, a hundred thousand? Rangers fans over mm. over in Seville, it's just amazing. And then you, you hear Jim saying his route. I mean, I, I know some people Jim, Jim's went four or five. He's mm. toured Europe now, isn't he? Mm. Basel and mm. yep. all the rest. Jimmy, you getting a holiday then with the missus? Make up for it. Aye, she got a bottle of perfume out of the duty. <laughs> 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 Toblerone. Which, which one was it? <laughs> the old Toblerone. Jim, thanks a lot yeah, for listen, calling. Listen, guys, yeah. thanks very much. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers, Jim. Bye-bye. Jim. Jim, Jim's a Rangers fan. Just a wee bit there. <laughs> it's a passion. Of course. He's saying there, there, Paul, yeah. about Rangers losing it, right? Yeah. You can always see that for both sides. I'm looking at the table there. Yeah. The difference between the team, two draws. Mm -hmm. They've both lost three games. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they say that the games between each other don't really affect the league, but... I think the timing of them this year, I think they did. Mm -hmm. you know, it's maybe an obvious thing to say, but the 3-0 and then the Celtic one at Ibrox. But when you look at the table, it's four points. There's not much mm -hmm. between them at all. You know what it shows you? It is a summer where, by and large, both sets are quite happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rangers would love to have defended the title. Barry, you said start of the season. This is the hardest see, thing to see do. See, from a fan's yeah. point of view, and we, we are now fans because we don't, we don't, yeah. we're not involved, we don't play anymore. It's good to have a race. Mm -hmm. Obviously... I'm happy with the way it finished but it's good to have a race I think when teams run away with it mm -hmm. you know, I, which has honest. happened the last two seasons I think this season mm -hmm. it's ebbed and flowed it's been exciting uh, Rangers have had the Europa League run alongside it Celtic win the league back I think it's been exciting I, I would rather have that I, and I would I'm rather Celtic win it that way than yeah. running away with I'm it I'm with you all day long 
preface to the Rangers win that last year Celtic it was a canter for Celtic mm. last year the Rangers 25 points year. it was one at the start of March but this year oh it's been back and forth and it's been tight and as I said see both teams nothing between them one more break and then we're back we're going to hear a bit from Steve Clark a wee bit more from GVB and we'll talk, we'll talk Celtic too the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Barry Ferguson, Simon Donnelly and Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show. Tomorrow night, Rob will be here with John Hartson and Mark Guidi. Big match tonight, St. Johnson against Inverness, Callie Thistle. Other headlines today. Um, well, the Scotland squad for the games that are coming up with Ukraine on the 1st of June and then hopefully Wales just a few days later and then the games in the UEFA Nations League with Armenia, Republic of Ireland against Scotland in Dublin and then Armenia against Scotland. Here's the squad, four keepers, Sander Clark, Craig Gordon, Liam Kelly and David Marshall. Defenders Liam Cooper, Grant Hanley, Jack Henry, Aaron Hickey, Scott McKenna, Stephen O'Donnell, Nathan Patterson, Tony Ralston, Andy Robertson. And then the midfielders or defenders, John Souter, Greg Taylor, Stuart Armstrong, Lewis Ferguson, Billy Gilmer, Ryan Jack, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, Scott McTominay, David Turnbull. And up front, Shea Adams, Jacob Brown, Ryan Christie, Lyndon Dykes and Ross Stewart. Here's the manager speaking about the game with Ukraine. Not sure it'll be the first time we've been the bad guys, but it's, it's not so much about being the bad guys. Listen, we've, we all understand and respect the, the position of the Ukrainian team. Fortunately for them, it's... it's They've managed to get out of the country, they've managed to get the players into a training camp, they've been playing matches. They'll be ready for the game. The most important thing for me as the, the Scotland head coach is that I have to make sure that we're ready for the game and we'll be ready. So both teams both teams ready to go on the 1st of June. Barry, ridiculous that Ukraine have to play. They mm. should have come up with some solution because in some ways we can't win. The world will want Ukraine to go through to the World Cup um, and from Scotland's point of view, you know, we have to do our best to yeah, get it's, through. It's not a great situation we're in yep. but look, You've got to be professional. You're sure. going out, you need to yeah. try and win the game. And you heard Stevie yeah. Clark say there that he needs to prepare them. It's unfortunate what's mm-hmm. Ukraine, the situation you're in. But it is good that the at least the players, the Ukrainian players that us, have been able to get out of the country and obviously go and have a base for two or three weeks and, and play a couple of friendly games. Um, but, I mean, I, the squad that you just read out there, it just excites me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching Scotland. I really enjoy watching them. Um, only... Concern is, as I'll go back to it, is Kieran Tierney. Mm. I just think he's been exceptional for for Scotland. When you watch Arsenal plays, he's a standout for 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 Arsenal. So he will be a big miss, but that is a strong squad. We should be be able to, to handle it. Um, Kieran Tierney missing, but look, I'm. I think we're we're going to get there. There's no doubt in my mind. Simon, let's hear a wee bit more. We are a team that's been on form. We're in the middle of a run of eight games unbeaten. I think we've done we've done pretty well since last summer. Uh, we're in a good place. I've, I've gone pretty much same again. I've added one or two in. Nothing new, no no shocks. Everybody that comes in knows what to expect for the work. I know what to expect from them and they know, know what to expect from me. So hopefully we just pick up where we are in March and we, we just keep that unbeaten run going for two more games at least. Who would you want to pick out from that squad that you're looking forward to seeing? Maybe somebody that'll come through, Ryan Jack back in there. Yeah, I think we're quite strong in the midfield, mm. in fairness, uh, to answer your question. John McGinn, I think, has been oh, one of our best yeah. players, pops up with a goal. Billy Gilmer, I think, fantastic footballer. 
Uh, we're strong in the middle of the park. We're, we're, it's a strong squad, as, as Barry says. And it's exciting times. The feel-good factors back with Scotland. We got to the, the Euros. We, I don't think we did ourselves justice at the Euros. I think a few of these boys will probably think that themselves. Unfinished business there. So let's go and get to the, the World Cup. Uh, it's a terrible situation Ukraine have found themselves in. But... For this, we, we just want to focus on the football game and, and hopefully Scotland can, can win it. What about David Turnbull? He made a good return for Celtic in the dying yeah. days of this season. Yeah, and he's a player that I like and I think he, he's got a future that Celtic came in and, and did well towards the end of the season after struggling with the, the injury picked up in the, the League Cup final. But again, as I go back, Callum McGregor, I didn't even mention him. We've got strong players in there, you know, so it's going to be a real fight for the likes of Turnbulls to get into the, the starting eleven. Barry, what's the pathway, do you think, for Billy Gilmer? We know what you, and most people think about him, tremendous uh, talent. He's, is he at a crossroads now? He was at Norwich, tough time, I know he's injured. Yeah, but I don't, do you know what? When I'm going to Norwich, I don't think it's a bad thing because he's experienced something totally different yeah. from what he was used to at Chelsea. Chelsea, vast majority of possession, win most of their games at Norwich. Um, obviously having to defend and do a different side of the, the game that he's probably not used to so I don't think it'll do him any harm but in terms of going forward now he needs to really go and play week in week out he needs to go and settle down do I think he's good enough for Chelsea I do but we, we just need to wait and see I, I've seen a wee snippet that Rangers might be an, interested in, in him for a, a, a loan deal um, what would you say? I think I know what you'd say to that yeah. I'll, I'll drive down and yeah. pick him up. Yeah. Bring him. Would you? Yeah, James, can we get the car to the front door? I, I, I just think he's July. got everything. I just yeah. really enjoy watching him play. Yeah. And I, I just think now he's at an age where he's got to go and settle down and, and have a base for two or three years and, and settle down. Whether that's at Chelsea or not, I'm, I'm not too sure. What about our captain, Andy Robertson? Came so close yesterday. Uh, and he scored as well. Let's hear the manager speaking about uh, the Liverpool star. Listen, when you you play the amount of games that Liverpool have this season, all the top the top clubs play when you when you go to the final stages of all the competitions, which is what Liverpool have done. They're going to play a lot of games. Uh, the players are fit. They understand what's needed physically and mentally to to prepare for the game. So no doubts about Andy. No doubts whatsoever. Andy or Andrew, as they're beginning to call him in some they call areas. Him Andrew now, are they? Yeah, some of them are. What do you make? Would that affect him at all? Yes, he's got such a huge week. Of course, Paris this weekend, eight o'clock, Champions League final. Yeah, a, another chance to go and, and and win another Champions League for him. He's already got one of them in the in the pocket. So, what, what a career this guy's had. Yeah. You know, he's a superstar. Uh, I hardly ever see him have a bad game for Liverpool. You know, assists. He popped up with a goal yesterday, but mm -hmm. assists and. He's ridiculous. He just keeps getting better and brilliant that we've got him in our national team as our skipper. Uh, and I don't think it will affect him. You know, his fitness is through the roof and I think he's proud. I think a lot of these boys are proud to play for their country as well. I think it is a real good, you know, team ethic there, togetherness. And I think guys like him will, you know, want to kick on and experience a World Cup finals. Barry, you're one of the few who captained Scotland so many times. What do you make of Andy Robertson? <laughs> How make, long have we got? I mean, just as just mentioned, there it's ridiculous. I think yeah. he can win another Champions, another Champions League. Champions League. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. When Liverpool signed him from Hull, I wasn't too sure if he could. Yeah. I always thought he was a, a very good mm. player and could play at a high level. But let's be honest with you, he's he's one of the first picks under Klopp, and he's he always plays. Hardly, in the, hardly ever see him have a. He, he, yep. he, 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 he's seven doesn't. or eight out of ten yep. every week. Yep, and he, he's he, he's come in for a bit of criticism when he's he's 
played for Scotland because yeah. he's no been at that sort of level but one thing you can't um, deny is he, give, he always gives it everything mm. and I, I think he's he's come on to a real game for, for Scotland and he'll be crucial in these games that are coming up for Scotland and, and you know what just look at his the trophies he's won yeah. and the level he's playing at and the team he's playing in Here's the manager speaking about Nathan Patterson I think at some stage over the four or hopefully five matches uh, Nathan will be fit to play his return to play is, is imminent uh, and they'll just come down to match fitness uh, I would put them down as doubtful for the Ukraine game Doubtful for Ukraine but hopefully we've got five games ahead I don't know like club management probably not no no this is going to be good to have the games obviously we want to win them all so let's get the game started it's been a long wait I think he was being asked there, is this like club management I don't know like club management probably not so I think he was just being uh, he was just fending that one off five games hopefully Barry you think it will be yeah, we're going. We're going to. We should beat Ukraine. I think we'll be. I think we'll beat Ukraine. Um, and just oh. keep Gareth Bale mm-hmm. quiet. <laughs> just make sure somebody's glued to him and don't give him an inch. And <laughs> yeah. and we'll we'll go through into Qatar. And um, you know, I, I think we're going there. I've I've no doubt in my mind. I'm I'm really confident that we can we can do it. So yeah, the incentives there. What a group to be in. You know, with England, uh, if we can get there. Positive, we've got to be positive. We've, we've had a really good spell, the international team, and we have the players there, as we've discussed. Uh, we've got momentum. Let's get through Ukraine and then keep Big John Hartson quiet. <laughs> Big John will be here. What about Eric Ten Hag? Quick word, Barry. He made his media appearance today. I don't think there was that much he could say, but it's probably as much to do with the share price to get him out there to talk about it, because it must be tough. He meets the media on the day that Man City dominate the, the, the streets of Manchester well one thing I will <clears> say he's Ajax team I love watching him he plays yeah. the game the right the right way a possession based and they're, they're full of energy and I think he was the only appointment for me for, for Manchester United and they've had their worst season Premier League season ever um, so I think he'll come in and he'll have his own ideas obviously he'll have a budget that's scary to go and mm. sign new players and I, I think in time I think you'll see Man United at least challenging. Man, man, you have got to challenge for the title the size of club there. So many points off it this season. Yeah. Quick word, Simon. What do you it, reckon? It's a disappointing season for United and <clears throat> we touched on it earlier on. City and Liverpool are so strong. Mm. They're, they're, they're probably the two best teams yeah. in Europe. There's a gulf, and, isn't there, between them and Chelsea, yeah, they've Tottenham. Just, well, you look at the points, Arsenal. I think they're on 90, 91 or whatever yep. points it was. But yep. you would have expected them to be in the Champions League final, you know, out with the Real Madrid unbelievable turnaround that would have been City versus Liverpool in the final so Man United have got their work cut out you know they've, their history demands that they're successful there uh, and they've you know, a few barren years so it'll be interesting to see if they, they can bounce back Simon quick word about both sides of the, the big two in Glasgow your old team Celtic how, what's the end of season report for you? It's got to be success you know after a horrendous season last year and been so many points behind a new manager that not many of us knew much about we certainly know of him now five or six new heroes at Celtic for the fans to, to worship you know an exciting style of football and you know I'm encouraged to see or excited to see what happens next you know who he brings in and how he can better this team in Champions League as well What's the phrase they've got? We never stop. We don't stop yeah. We don't stop don't Do you stop. think that will be the way? Can they continue? Th- can he do it that's... second year? Why not? Why not? It'll be a big challenge. I think Rangers will come back, you know, stronger. So.
so it'll be another, I think it'll be another proper race next year Barry if this was the close of the season we'll still get St Johnson tonight with Inverness but at the top for Rangers then what would your summary be? Good it can still improve um, brilliant run in the Europa League but they've went out with a bang towards the end of the season um, I, th- I thought it would have been cruel on the, the group of players if they never went out with, with a trophy um, after the major disappointment of Wednesday night they deserve to be in the final just missed out obviously through penalties but I love what i seen on Saturday I, I, that was just a, a team full of desire to make sure that they, they lifted the cup so a good season but can improve and I'm sure you'll see a, a big improvement in Rangers next year. Ready for your dinner tonight? Because I hear that somebody ate yours last night. Oh, I know, I'm, I'm raging. <laughs> That'll be in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Jimmy, the taxi driver, I man, and he ate my stupid. <laughs> so I had a plate of tatties. Shock headlines. That's what I had. Barry, see you on Wednesday. Yep. Simon, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Jokal Day is next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new iGo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained tech and specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.